Welcome all to the Swim Dudes podcast, where Liam and I talk about everything circulating the swimming world with special guests. This podcast is available to stream on Spotify, iTunes, and is now found on Google+. Make sure you go check us out on Instagram at the Swim Dudes for more content. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Swim Dudes podcast with Liam and Seth. Today we're here with Madison Cox, U.S. national teamer and Texas alum. Um, Madison, we're super excited to have you on. Yeah, thanks guys. I'm super excited to be here today. Absolutely. Awesome. So, you know, the first thing that we've kind of always been asking um, our special guests is with the light of the times, what are you doing during quarantine right now outside of swimming? Yeah, um, I was um, just really kind of hanging out, being with my my roommates I really like or I've been into um, art so card making um, in particular and so I've been kind of doing that and you know getting more time to do it too because I really didn't have that time before um, past two weeks I've been moving um, so hopefully that process it's, it's thankfully almost over as you can <laughs> see with nothing on my wall or like nothing in these Looks things um, I'm not quite there yet but <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there um, so yeah, so moving these past two weeks and just, um, you know, like hanging out, focusing on my relationships, um, doing a lot of FaceTime calls, a lot of Zooms like this, honestly, yep. that's kind of been um, getting me through and, and giving me something to look forward to. Absolutely. Yeah, most of my classes were on Zoom. I'd never really even heard of Zoom until they told me <laughs> No one did. Um, <laughs> no one knew about it. No one knew. But yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, sorry. You know, what, Oh, I was going to ask her, what are you doing um, for fitness? Are, were you training through most of it in the pool? Were you just doing dry land? Were you going on runs? Sort of that sort of thing. Um, one run, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did one. And I was like, this isn't for me. I don't feel like I'm getting anything from this. Yeah. I just stopped. Um, yeah. So at the very beginning, I went back to Lubbock, which is my hometown, for like eight weeks or mm. so. Um, and at the very beginning, I was not able to swim. Thankfully had a gym, um, just a family friend has a, has a gym that he just like, it was completely empty. It's a small gym, but, um, gave us the password and we could just like, it was, um, Dean, my boyfriend and I, and we would just go in there and, and lift and get what we needed to done, um, get done in the weight room. So that was really great. And my weight coach worked with me on that. Um, she would, you know, make my, adjust my weight so that, um, she, cause she knew I wasn't swimming. So just getting what I needed, um, you know, aerobically as well as strength wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was beginning of quarantine, kind of the second half or so. Um, we actually had a pool open up in Austin where, um, pro group has been training with our coaches and then the college um, team is on the other side as well. So that's been nice. And lifting is um, a little different now that I don't really have a gym, but we do have a weight coach that's been letting a postgrad and I go lift that, um, just in her like little, um, not garage, but kind of like a little port thing that we, um, lift in. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So you said that you are moving, where are you moving to now where you're currently at? Um, and what, what brought the whole, the whole move? 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm really just moving like eight blocks north of where I, <laughs> where I was in Austin, yeah. um, just north of campus. But we um, didn't resign our lease because I thought I was going to be leaving for medical school. My other roommate who is um, a post-grad diver, she thought she was going to be leaving to get a job. And so we just mm -hmm. really didn't think we'd be in Austin this next year. And so we didn't really sign a lease and here we are. So we had to get a new lease at a new house. <laughs> oh no. That's crazy. Um, yeah. It, it's, it's weird. All the, like, especially the moving aspect of things. Liam and I were literally just living with each other. What? Three months ago, Liam. Like it yeah, was three months ago for about a year. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just sad. Like the whole moving thing, like starting to move on, and then COVID coming in and just ruining the whole thing. It's ugh, ugh. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. Not, not ideal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, moving forward, before we get into to the hot topic of discussion, um, what was your training looking like? um up to when covid hit and they shut down most of the pools and then um kind of in that gray area where we're trying to get back into swimming yeah so before covid hit um i was actually doing really well kind of flowing pretty well um really having some great practices we had the des moines pro swim series that was my last competition mm -hmm. actually went a couple best times there um, super happy with that. And then pretty much once we got back, um, was when everything started shutting down. So that was a little unfortunate. Um, but I did, you know, I think the time off was great for just like mental, um, health and just like resetting and kind of refocusing. Cause it's going to be a long haul this next, you know, year until trials and the games. So I really wanted to make sure I was ready for that. And I was, um, like had the rest and break that I needed. And so then coming back, we, um, we did gradually go into things. I feel like it progressed a lot quicker than I thought. Yeah. Um, I was really thinking like this whole time would be a little chill. Um, we've really been getting wrecked, but, um, I think <laughs> I'm just grateful for it at this point, just grateful for ha to have like the time in the water, um, and to, you know, be with Carol so um, it, it's definitely been different than expectations, but I think that's like kind of the theme of this whole time. I, this is not what anyone expected um, at all. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've, we've adjusted and, and acclimated. So I'm also, glad that- On Swim Swam. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> all right, I was just gonna say like on, on Swim Swam, um, you know, they posted the article about you pushing out some great times in the 200 free, 100 back and 200 IM. Um, sounds like the quarantine didn't really <laughs> mess with much, huh? <laughs> I, I do think being able to lift was really helpful. Absolutely. Because uh -huh. like once we got back in swimming, it wasn't like I was getting back in swimming and lifting. Like I wasn't like going through that phase where you're really sore because you just started lifting again. Um, I really just had to like, you know, get my feel for the water back. Um, but, but I really think those times and like the reason I did well was just because I was like, just happy, you know, just like grateful to be there. It wasn't like, you know, sometimes you get to practice and you're like, oh man, like another practice. I'm so tired. I just can't do this. And like, I, I might be tired now, but at least I'm just, just grateful to be there and mm -hmm. thankful to have the opportunity to touch the water 
um, and, and be with a couple of other pros. That's just, it's, it's really nice. And I think I just took it for granted before all this happened. Yeah. So one of the things that I wanted to hit on, and we've hit on this with a couple other swimmers. Um, I think that, and you feel free to weigh in on this. Um, but now that we have our pool taken away from us, the, the ingenuity and um, the creativity of these workouts, um, especially for dry land training or, you know, if you're working with bands in a small pool, I think that just because it's new, um, it's different, has almost picked up um, what would have been lost um, from, that, from that time, that three months that we were out of the pool. Um, so do you feel that like the new different types of training that you've been pushed to um, do these past couple of months has almost, you know, like made up for that gap. And, you know, if so, is it be, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to explain, but I mean, you just went almost a, a, a personal best. You got close to it. So like something's working, so not like yeah. something's happening. <laughs> so I guess weigh, uh, weigh in no. on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. And I, I completely agree. Like, I did have to train, like change my weights up or my weight coach did. I kind of just trusted whatever she gave me, but a lot of my exercises were like stroke specific. So still working on, you know, the same muscle groups that I would in the pool, just kind of having to take it outside of the pool and, and making sure I'm still touching those um, areas and making sure uh, I'm really getting the strength I need. And I think the other thing that really helped me that I actually forgot to touch on before is um, at home, we have a Peloton, so like a stationary bike, and I was doing those, I mean, almost every single day, and I think that really helped keep my aerobic capacity up, and that was, that. I think that actually was like one of the, I mean, another key part of it, so I was having the aerobic component, and then I was also getting the strength in, so uh, I really, I, I didn't feel like I missed out on that much, and if anything, I felt like um, the time off was a good reset, you know, for my mind and my body. And it maybe even like helped me go those, those times. Yeah. So if you could go head to head with another professional swimmer on the Peloton, who would you call out? Um, that's funny you say that because we actually did do that. We like had a, like a little, um, a little pro group, I guess, that mm -hmm. would do our rides together. Mm -hmm. And it was really fun because you got that competition again so we would like all get on at the same time and we have a leaderboard and we just race and uh, one of the my favorite people that I did it with was Ashley Twitchell she was really good <laughs> uh, you know she swims the 10k so she um she was just steady the whole way through and it was it was um really fun to do that with her um Leah Smith as well it was funny also seeing like the difference between sprinters and distance people because like <laughs> Mallory Comerford and like Natalie Hines, they were like, they were like really powerful. Um, just like, just approached a little bit differently and still, I mean, everyone was incredible and it was, it was impressive. Um, but that was, that was really fun. Um, and, and yeah, like I said, really helped with like the, comp the like competition component that we were missing out on. Mm, absolutely. So, you know, you just kind of look a little bit, you touched on that sprinter versus distance swimmer sort of thing. Does that translate into the Peloton? Like, did they go out really fast and kind of die? Or did they hold their own against the likes of Ashley you know, I didn't look at the, like, leaderboard the entire time. And I don't know. 
Um, I mean, it's all like relative to like, some people are just like going to be better at the bike. Some people have done it longer. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't, I don't exactly okay. know that answer. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I know like for, for Dean, he, Dean swims, he's a sprinter, right? Mm -hmm. But he was really solid on the Peloton. Like he could go full 30 minutes, like really push his, um, threshold the whole time and, and, and really, um, you know, had some endurance on it. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say the whole sprinter versus distance somewhere translates exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. That's cool. A lot so, of, sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Oh, you go ahead. Um, I was just going to say and add in like our, our, our coach, he has a Peloton now. And so there's a couple people on our team who either have a Peloton, like stationary bike, some sort, or they just bike in general. Yeah. So it's kind of been like the same thing on our team and there's just like a little kind of circle and then we just kind of like one up each other, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, I, I biked 14 miles on the Peloton this morning and then someone's like, oh yeah, well, I ran seven miles. So, like, but it, it's just, it's cool. The, the differences mm -hmm. and the ingenuity is, is fun. Yeah. Swimmers are just competitive. That's yeah. just, that's yeah. just in our nature. <laughs> well, there was one day, I think it was last week, Dan Clyde, he, he went up to what was it, Traverse City and bikes. Yep. Yeah. It was a uh, 70 or hundred, something like it was 120 miles. miles in a day. 120 miles. They went across, they went like that's somewhat across the state of Michigan. And so like uh, from like right here to like down to like Ludington or something like that. Oh my like whole, gosh. Right, right along the whole coast. So he said it was beautiful, but beautiful you know, ride, I ran yeah. Like five yeah. miles that day. <laughs> I ran the longest run that I had ever ran, and five miles just around my hometown. Hey, and it's all it's like, all oh, relative. Man, That's okay. it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it definitely is. For sure. Bringing that up. So earlier. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna cut you off one more time. We, we've got a lag going. We got really, a lag going here, though. We do. Um, we do. Have you life. been Have you been running? Are you the type of swimmer who can run, or like they look at running and they're like, like can't do it. So actually that yes and no. So when I was in high school, I did, I ran all through high school. I was on the cross country team. I'm um, actually mm. got recruited to college to run as well, but hey. um, also like was much better at swimming though. So decided to go that path. Um, and once I got to college, I was running a little bit, but it was really hard to maintain. And I don't think it was the best cross training exercise for me. Um, so I kind of just gave it up slowly through the years. I haven't ran that much. Like I said, I ran like once during quarantine and, um, and it didn't go well. My body like did not, was not liking it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually like really susceptible to stress fractures. So if I run too much or like do too much, um, um, have too much impact on my legs or anything, I'll get a stress fracture. So I just try to stay away from it. It's not worth it for me. Yeah. The reason I ask is, um, like when quarantine hit, everybody starts running or biking. Liam and I, we lived with the guy that we were just talking about, Dan. We went for a run one day, probably like only like two miles, <laughs> just just a little something to work up a sweat. I barely made it like- At that point, um, that was the longest run I had ever done. <laughs> I barely made it a mile. Those two went off. I was like, I'll, I'll walk the rest of the way. Like, yeah. so like running so and, and we, like- we, we, we just ran through campus. Yeah, and it was like- just like a square and about halfway through the square he cut through the middle and we just went around the square yeah 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 and we we talked to a bunch of swimmers 
Um, I remember we talked to Will Lacone. I think he was like, yeah, no, I, I like, I'm staying away from running. I just can't do it. Like bad idea. Um, so it's no. just funny to see everybody's view. Yeah. Funny story with that. Will my, our freshman year, cause we're the same year mm-hmm. um, when I was like still into running and I was like, just came off of um, being a cross country athlete. And I like got to college and Will was like, that's awesome. You run, like I'll come with you. And I'll never forget. We went on like a short run and mind you, like I was in good running shape at this time. And Will yeah. was like vomiting, vomiting <laughs> like two miles. And he's actually, I probably shouldn't have, I probably shouldn't have said Maybe he'll be immersed. I don't know. But um, after that, he never asked me to go on a run with me again. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's, <laughs> that. that's cool. That's cool. I'm, we're super glad that you shared that. I don't know if Will is. We'll just put it on the title. Will Acone, please do not listen to this podcast. Yeah, that'll be the headline. By the way, Madison Cox is on this too. But, but, um, yeah. I always find it so funny how, like, just to hear about um, how people grew up with sports and everything, like, um, doing multiple sports. Like, you ran and you swam. Not many. I don't know that many swimmers do both of them. Um you know, I kind of got away with doing, like being a multi-sport athlete with water polo because it was water polo one season mm-hmm. and right into swimming. Um, but then a lot of swimmers who find a lot of success in the sport specialize at a very young age. And so that's always really interesting to kind of hear about that, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I, I did do like all the sports growing up. I never, I didn't specialize, like I said, till college, but I also got a lot better when I got to college. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I was grateful for that because um, I really felt like, you know, my like trajectory was a little bit more like this instead of, you know, some people's that just like, it's all, all sorts of ways for everyone, everyone, and they're all different. But um, I just, for me and, and for, for how I operate, I think it was, it was, it was for my best. Absolutely. So, you know, kind of moving on, you had mentioned earlier that you had thought or you were under the impression that you were going to be going to medical school this year. Mm-hmm. So is, I'm assuming that's being pushed back to after Olympic trials? Yes. Yeah. So that's, um, I've deferred my first year and I'll start medical school now, 2021 fall. Um, however, in the meantime, I am going to start my master's in public health. I was going to do that concurrently with medical school um but now this extra year I just figured I would get started it's online um I can do you know as many classes or as little as I want so I it was um kind of worked out well I like doing school while swimming um so that's what that's kind of my plan for the next year plus some so yeah what uh what um type of medicine do you want to practice I don't know yet I'm kind of keeping an open mind um just you know what I'm interested in what I like what I'll be you know, passionate about yeah absolutely I was pre-med once upon a time my oh, first yeah? semester of college and then I and then I <laughs> didn't do too well in a couple of classes so I switched <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right no way um so you know you know one of the big things one of the big things in swimming and I was also the uh-huh. international swim league uh-huh. now I don't remember if I had seen you on the pool deck then probably not no no is yeah. that in the future? No, I will not do the International Swim League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I talked to a couple teams. Um, I don't know if y'all know about my the uh, my doping like situation in twenty seventeen. Um, 
in like the shortest version there could be, um, had a positive test, months and months of just grief, lawyers, everything. It ended up being in my multivitamin. Um, anyways, ISL has this, just, they are not budging. Um, it's a little, I just, it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't, I don't see eye to eye with them on this. Mm -hmm. I don't agree, but you know, maybe it's just not meant to be. I just, I'm not getting too worked up over it because you know, they did start it on the Olympic year. So I had no idea what that was going to do. Don't really like short courses to begin with. Long courses has always been my thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just, you know, focus on on what's worked in the past, yeah. and and it was working pretty well last year. So this next year, I'm just gonna move forward, um, in in doing that. Yeah, I figured I would ask that just because there was, um, I remember there was like a couple exceptions that they made for a couple of swimmers that were like, I don't know, it was just like a yeah. really like crossing a line yeah they you know it like it wasn't worth the hassle for me because I wasn't that interested anyways okay. um so it was just like not not even worth it to to go into that yeah. mm-hmm. I remember Absolutely. reading about that it was crazy the like how small of a trace they would throw such yeah. a, a fit about um but it's just like yeah I we were we were talking. We had a podcast that we talked about like USADA um, and WADA and the drug agency, and it's just they're crazy, man. It, it like, thankfully Liam and I don't have to do that because we're we're D three and we're you know we're not <laughs> very fast. But it, it just don't seems say like that a, they might be listening. Yeah, it just seems like a hassle. It, it is, and it they don't threshold for they don't threshold anything. So. I mean, at that point, we were looking at, like, things I had maybe touched, I have contacts, so maybe, like, I had in my eye. I mean, it was just, it was such a low amount that we knew, I mean, the lawyer we hired was an environmental contamination lawyer, because I was like, I know I got it from my environment, because I know for a fact I didn't take anything yeah. intentionally, so that's crazy. it's just, it, it was it was frustrating, it was like, they were like, this is a lightning strike of bad luck, and I was like, yeah. what do you, what can you do, and just, well, and- we, we moved forward, we figured it out. It might have been, um, you know, a sign or something for the best. You never know. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll never know. I don't know if either of you guys watch uh, or have watched Seinfeld, that show. No? Um, so there's a little a, there's bit. A, a little bit. So there's an episode when one of the main characters, Elaine, is going to Africa with her coworkers, but she needs to get drug tested in order to go. And she had just eaten poppy seed muffin which poppy seeds are like opiates and so she's like not allowed to go because she ate it 12 hours before and then they make some jokes about it but that's really so funny no it, i mean that's about that literally no it's true though i, I don't eat poppy seed i i i'm just like i would i have no idea when i'm gonna get tested not worth it that's Avoid crazy it. that's nuts crazy stuff i mean oh i mean that episode came out in like 1992 or 1991 but <laughs> Yeah. So, Jeez. Cool. So moving forward, um, we do have another year until the Olympics. Um, is this something that's on your radar? What's your, um, you know, your process moving forward, keeping that in mind? Um, kind of walk us through that. Like my plan for the, this year, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to make a plan at this point. Um, we're, I'm just focusing on doing everything I can every day in the water, just putting my best effort in, coming with a good attitude, doing what I can do. And, you know, having these like little mock 
races and practice because we don't know when the next competition is. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's really what, that's my favorite part about swimming. Like just the competitions, seeing your friends. Like I haven't seen a lot of my national teammates, you know, in so long. And um, it's really hard to keep on going and not knowing when the next time we'll, we'll have that opportunity is. Um, so I'm just kind of focusing on the day to day of doing the best I can do, being the best I can be, um, and and just not not trying to look too big picture, but also knowing that this is this is a full year. This is um, th- there's going to be a lot in store, and it's going to be it's going to be a you know a different road, but um, we're we're going to get through it. And um, and yeah. Awesome. No, that's cool. <laughs> So um, you're yet another Texas swimmer that we've had on the podcast. I swear we have a running tally. It's probably up to like six or, you know, 20 now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But coming from the women's side, um, what's the women's side of Texas swimming like? Different coach. Um, What were, you know, your thoughts on your swimming career um, at Texas? Like, what did you take from it? Sounds like you didn't like the yards aspect. (laughs) The what? Sorry. The, the yards, the yards aspect. aspect. Of course, yards. Okay. <laughs> um, no, no. I I loved my Texas career. Um, I you know it was it was the place for me. It was where I was meant to be. Um, obviously, I love it. I'm I'm like still training there, and I've <laughs> decided to you know continue my professional career there. Um, love the coaches, Carol and Eddie. I'm just phenomenal state of the art coaches. Uh, they know they know what I need. They know, um, uh, and I trust them too. That's the a big portion of it is just trusting them and knowing that you know whatever they give me in sets I'm like okay this is this is has a purpose this is um for some kind of reason I'm going to trust them and do it um but I think that is something that has evolved over my years there I'm I swim for the same coach from when I started swimming till when I went off to college so a lot of it was just realizing that you know this that one coach isn't the only person who knows me as a swimmer this other these other coaches will and um we kind of figure that out I, I learned how to trust them um and with that I think um my my times and my um and how I competed reflected that as well I mean I got mm-hmm. much better my freshman year much 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 better my sophomore year and just kind of went from there um and I I, I think all of that is because I was at Texas you know I do I know like do I think I would have been successful other places I I hope um, but I know that being at Texas, you know, the, the actual school, the team, the mm-hmm. culture, the coaches, everything played a role in that. And it was all um, just the absolute best fit for me. That's awesome. Um, last question before we go into like our little surprise. Um, I've asked this a couple of times to a couple of our other guests that we've had on, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but, you know, Right now, it's a really tough time to be a swimmer because we literally have the one thing that we need for our sport taken away from us. Um, so what do you, what would you say to um, younger generation swimmers who are just getting into the sport, um, trying to fall in love with it, and they're having this hardship of, you know, is it worth it or should I just, you know, quit? I would, I would say stick with it. I mean, I know I'm biased, but I, I love the sport. It's an incredible sport. It can give you so mm-hmm. much. Um, as, as you know, I, that's why I like swimming. It's pretty, there's a pretty direct relationship of, you know, hard work you put into the times you go. It, there's always these different 
um, components to it, but for the most part, it's, it's pretty straightforward. So, um, but you also have that, that team component of it as well. So I just, I love the sport, stick with it. Um, (laughs) hopefully you're doing a lot, like a lot of sports and you're kind of exploring your options, but, Mm -hmm. um, but hopefully your, your love for the sport and, um, you know, your, your team and your community, everything you have that will, um, you'll, you'll stick through it and get through this time and, you know, be better athlete in person because of it. Great answer. That's awesome. So that kind of wraps up our, um, standard questions and everything. So our last little bit, we would like to, to ask you some rapid fire questions. All right. Get off the top of your head, whatever okay. comes to mind, whether it's swimming or not swimming, just shout it. All right. You ready? Okay. Yeah. AM or PM practice? AM. Kick or pull? Pull. Ooh. Favorite, <laughs> favorite race to swim? Tuner I am. Yeah. Uh, pancakes <laughs> or waffles? Pancakes. Oh, I think, I think that's it. We got to. Yeah. Listen, it was good <laughs> to have you on, but we got to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, the n- not popular opinion? What? Waffles? I mean, I like I like waffles. waffles. I'm a waffle guy. Yeah. Waffle, put some <laughs> some Are peanut butter, butter, cinnamon. Some butter, yeah. Do you put it on every single square? I mean, I just don't understand the practicality <laughs> of this. Pancakes, you just wipe it on there. You're good to go. It tastes great. I don't know. I go okay, waffles. She's got a point. She's got a point. Hop in two or four. I, I do like Eva, yeah. I go waffles, but there's oh. nothing like coming home from Saturday practice and like whipping up a big bag. Yeah, of a huge stack. All the roommates going in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're just like waffles can't. Do <laughs> I will that say, for I think you're the first guest that we've had that has said pancakes. That's really? I think so. Yeah, I think you're the first. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, I'm really disappointed in y'all's guests. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Recommend man. some more to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. the pancakes train. Send <laughs> some good ones our way. Uh, uh, book, movies, or TV shows? Um, depends on the one. Uh, book. Book. Yeah. Have you? What's a book that you read over quarantine? If you've read one. Um, I've read. I've heard a bit of books, but the choice. Um. The choice is Edith. I don't remember her last name, but Carol actually recommended it to the whole team. Um, and we all read it and had yeah. a, like a little book. Yeah. It's really good. She's a Holocaust survivor mm-hmm. who just like t- goes into just the whole meaning of life kind of. And it's, it's, it's really it powerful. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. it deep. I had just actually given Seth a copy of the golden rules by Bob Bowman mm-hmm. that, 10 steps to success okay. or swimming or whatever. Um, I read it over quarantine and I just gave it to him. Oh, cool. Oh, I haven't. Oh, pop open. Oh my gosh. Cool. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, um, yeah, I, I'm sure I've seen it, but I haven't read it. It's yeah. pretty good. Not, not a paid was... advertisement. <laughs> not a paid advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Yeah. All right. Point A to point B, 1,000 miles, anywhere in the world, would you rather drive or fly? Fly. No oceans. Fly. I hate driving. Uh, really? Uh, I mean, do you I, hate driving or do you hate riding the, in a car? With the current state of the world, drive. Yeah. <laughs> in general, fly, for sure. Gotcha. All right. Actually, I hear that air, airports are, like, super empty anyway. It's yeah. almost better to go now. Um, 
Liam and I had a really. I know that. When... Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I, I just Liam... know that when oh, God. quarantine started, three. <laughs> the lag. The lag. When when quarantine started, the tickets to Hawaii were like three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Detroit, and I really wanted to do it. I just got a notification. It's like round trip to New York for like seventy bucks or something. Yeah. I was like. Uh, Hmm. Not Maybe. a bad deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right, one word to describe yourself. Oh, gosh. Um, gosh will not work. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not the word. Uh, uh, um, oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm hardworking. I am. <laughs> Okay, that's good. That's good. Confidence. <laughs> Confidence, not cockiness. Um, what's your favorite meat snack? Uh, Jimmy John's number four. Ooh, interesting. Um, what's your favorite meat pump-up song? Don't listen to music during meats. Oh, interesting. Mine's No Hands by mm-hmm. Waka Flocka. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's good. Actually, when I did listen to music, it was um, Firework by Katy Perry. That's a good one. Oh. Yeah. That one, I feel like if, if that plays on the radio, you have oh, to sing ab- it, no matter absolutely. if you're super yeah. masculine or not, yeah. you have to sing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Paper, I'm always, paper bag flying through the wind. Yeah, oh, I get into that. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, last one. What is your favorite race in history to rewatch that is not the 4 free relay from 2009? <laughs> um, I don't like rewatch, I don't watch races a lot. Um, one of the one really inspiring one was Jojo Joseph Schooling's 2016 Hunter Fly. Mm, mm-hmm. That was Absolutely. pretty. I was like, I after I didn't make the team in 16, I went to Hawaii with a friend and was just like, I need to get away from it. Didn't watch a single race from the games, um, but I watched that one and it gave me chills. And I've like seen some since mm, then, yeah. um, but that that was pretty pretty inspiring. That one was so shocking. I'm pretty sure that every American, you know, had their eyes on Michael Phelps for that. Yeah. Like, what? I no but nobody could be upset at just going for that. You know, a young yeah. kid from a small country, first go- Olympic gold for a Singaporean. Yeah. Um, and the picture of him like he there's a picture of him like this little dorky little kid with glasses, like these yeah. wire glasses and he like is with Phelps in it and it's just like he I don't know, just cool um kind of just like circle of the sport. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, that's all we got for you. That's all the rapid fire questions. Madison, we are so glad that you were able to come on with us today. It was a blast. And uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Got, so. This is what we're going to do to, uh, we're going to end it like this. Madison, we're going to have you take us out. So whenever yeah. you're ready, say your spiel and take us out. Oh, I don't yeah. have a spiel, but I'll say um, <laughs> thanks everyone for coming and joining. And, Hope y'all enjoyed. Um, from the bottom of my heart, thanks for for um, spending your time listening to us, Seth Liam. Thank you guys too. No problem, Madison. Thank you so much. We wish you, you nothing but the best in the future. Thank you guys, y'all too. Yeah, have a good one. Thanks you too. Bye guys. Bye.